Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 30, Steadfast. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? I'm doing great. I'm enjoying a nice, quiet Tuesday morning in North Carolina. We had a major thunder and lightning storm all night last night (laughs) that kept my poor dog Edie up, pacing, jumping around, nervous, poor girl. And me, of course, (laughs) because I was worried about her. But the rain came down and it went and the temperature dropped a little bit this morning. We've been in the high, high 90s and it's been super humid. But I actually really like the heat. I like to be warm. I love summertime. I love swimming, love being outside. So I can't really complain that much. But it is nice to have a little break from that storm. So it's sort of gray and quiet and calm this morning and I'm enjoying finishing up writing this podcast and thinking about y'all. So I want to ask y'all a favor. I want to see if you would be willing to leave me a review on iTunes on this podcast. This is my 30th episode for 2019. Last year, I believe I had 47 episodes. So 77 episodes of this podcast so far since I started it early last year. Every week, I come and I share my own experiences and what I've learned and applied through life coaching and losing weight and stopping over drinking. And I hear from so many of you that you love this podcast and that you've applied what I teach you and you've changed your life. And if that is you and you enjoy listening and you've tried some of the things that I talk about, I would love it if you would leave me a review. And the reason why I'm asking you that is because I want to help as many people as possible. That is my mission in this work. And the more people that review the podcast, the more people it, it, it goes up in the rankings on iTunes. And the more people that see it, and the more people that listen to it, and the more people I can help. And this podcast is free. I don't charge anything for it. I don't put any ads on my podcast. I write this new content every week and share it from my heart with you. And I'm asking if you guys wouldn't mind leaving me a review. So on your iPhones or on your device, you just go into my show and you scroll down and you tap on the fifth star in the review. And then you can scroll down a little bit further and you can actually drop me a review. So please take the time to write a few sentences about this podcast and how you enjoy it or how it's changed things for you. And the people that write the comments, thank you so much. I've seen the new comments come in lately, and I just really, really appreciate the time that you've taken to do that. And I'm so glad that this podcast is helping you. So please take a few moments. You could pause it right now, go down and leave me a five-star review, and then drop me a couple sentences. I sure would appreciate that. So this week, I'm talking about Steadfast. And how to be steadfast in your pursuit to stop over drinking or to lose weight. And I'm going to begin with a little story. So I've mentioned recently in the podcast that I have been going to this Buddhist temple in my town. And 
I don't know a lot about Buddhism yet. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I go on this Sunday morning meditation and they do a guided meditation and they talk about a lesson that we can, usually from their own lives, they're, they're called reverends in the Buddhist temple, usually from their own lives and they tell us a story in very similar format to my podcast. And <clears throat> usually it's about our thoughts or our feelings or how we take actions in our lives. So I love the Buddha message in that, we have thoughts and we can either believe them or not believe them. They don't have to have power over us just as our feelings don't. We can have our feelings, feel our feelings, but we don't necessarily have to take action from our feelings. So it all is in very much in alignment with what I teach, right? And how I coach my clients. So our thoughts create our feelings and human beings take action from how they are feeling or don't want to feel. And then we have our results in our life. So the Buddhists also teach the same thing. And they talk about connecting to the universe and connecting to the energy of the earth and how we are all the same, right? And nobody is exempt from our feelings or thoughts or any of that. And how can we find common connections within each other and love and openness? So while I was there this past weekend, one of the reverends shared a story and the topic was steadfast. And she began with a story about how one of the other reverends had some Korean pumpkin seeds from her hometown, from her homeland. And she planted them in the gardens outside of our Buddhist temple. And she was super excited about growing them. She took really good care of the pumpkin seeds. She watered them. She fertilized them. She pulled weeds around them. And she planted these seeds in the spring. And then, you know, as time went on, spring turned into summer, the plants were growing, there were sprouts that came up, they started to vine, the vines started growing leaves, and all along, the reverend took care of the plants, watered them, tended to them, loved them, all of that. And she never doubted that they wouldn't turn into pumpkins. She took care of them as if their only outcome was that they would have pumpkins in the fall. And then one time she woke up in the morning to go out there and care for the pumpkins and noticed that they were decimated. The deer had come in and eaten all of the flowers that the pumpkin vines had started flowering and all of the leaves. And there was nothing left but decimated empty stalks, right? So there's no growth on these pumpkin plants at all. And the Reverend was devastated and she was so upset that after the months of work that she put into growing and nurturing and caring for these pumpkins that they would not have any Korean pumpkins in the fall to enjoy. And so she shared this frustration and hurt and story with another reverend and this other reverend said now hold on a second let's think about this and she went and thought about the pumpkins and remembered all of the care that had went into the months of caring for these pumpkins and realized that there were roots growing underneath the ground because, you know, they had been cared for and loved and that's the way these plants grew, right, from the ground up. And she told the other reverend to not dig them up, that they had strong roots growing under the ground for months. And maybe if they put some deer detergent on the remaining stalks, they could recover. And so they did that, and day by day, new leaves started forming, and now the pumpkin plants have bloomed, and even a few had small pumpkins growing. Such great news, right? The reverend was steadfast in caring and tending to those plants. She planted them, 
and then she went to work caring for them. She never doubted that they would grow into pumpkins. She knew the work that was needed to be done, and she did it every single day since she planted those seeds. And she never thought, what if they don't grow, or got upset if they didn't grow the way it looked on the package. And even with an epic failure with the deer obliterating the leaves and leaving nothing but naked stalks, she didn't give up. She was steadfast. She didn't take action from her disappointment. They could have given up. They could have dug up their roots and ruined any chance of having pumpkins. But they didn't take action from that sad, disappointed place. They decided to be steadfast instead and see if there was another solution. And it turns out that the deer repellent and pumpkins can regenerate new leaves and continue on to flourish and grow pumpkins after such a setback. So the Reverend tells us this story and then invites us to do a talk to the Buddha sitting next to us and share our takeaways and thoughts about steadfast and what we took away from this pumpkin story. And while they were telling the story, I just couldn't help but think of you and my own journey to stop over drinking and eating. And when I decided to hire a life coach and go to work on losing weight for the last time in my life, and during those first days of my work decided to give up alcohol until I got to my goal weight, I was steadfast. I was resolute and committed and unwavering in that commitment. I made a decision to not drink and I never even worried about failing because of how strong that commitment was. I knew there would be challenges, that I would have urges, that I would have thoughts about drinking, and I would have social engagements to work through, but I never once doubted that I would do it. I approached my journey to it just like the reverends did when they planted the pumpkins. I knew that if I did the work, I would be successful. I just had to do the work and have an open mind and my goals to lose weight and reduce my desire for alcohol would be mine. I had failures along the way. Sometimes I would eat things that wasn't on my protocol, or I had an extra glass of wine that wasn't planned, but never did I not believe that I wouldn't get there in the end. If I had given up after a failure, I definitely would not be here now. I wouldn't have lost 50 pounds and completely eliminated my desire for alcohol. I wouldn't be someone who doesn't drink if I wasn't steadfast in my pursuit of a life free from the pull to drink. When the number on the scale didn't reflect my hard work and dutifully sticking to my food and alcohol protocol, I didn't let that mean anything. I knew that I had done everything right and that the scale just didn't catch up yet. I kept going and sure enough, the scale would come down. And sometimes I knew I overate and the scale would go up. But I also knew that if I let the number on the scale frustrate me and say, screw it, that would definitely not help, right? So I decided to just keep going. I believed I would get there. And this is this was a part of that process. What could I learn about the scale going up? What could I do different going forward? I never got emotionally charged and threw my hands in the air and beat myself up over a number on the scale or an extra drink that wasn't planned. I learned, I made small adjustments, and I kept going, still always believing that I was on my way to my goal. I was steadfast in my pursuit. Steadfast doesn't mean perfection. Steadfast means unwavering, not doubt, but movement. That work was not easy, but it was life-changing. In comparing my journey to the Reverend's pumpkins, my seed was hiring that life coach, hiring Brooke Castillo. And then I did the work. 
I got coached. I wrote out my thoughts. I read all the books about people who gave up alcohol. I connected with nature. I exercised. I ate healthy. I shared my story of my work to the world. I tended to myself. I got lots of sleep. I drank plenty of water. I loved myself. And now I have the result of being someone who is 50 pounds lighter and doesn't desire alcohol. Amazing, right? It was a steadfast pursuit. I looked up steadfast on the Google and it says steadfast is resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering. That's exactly how I acted when I started this work. It's also how I approach building my business, raising my kids, or training for my running races. I realized it was steadfastness. That emotion has carried me through the past two years on my journey. Then while I was at the temple, I started thinking of, about other areas of our lives where we are steadfast. And I thought about vacations. We are steadfast in planning a trip, right? We choose a destination, we make a decision on where, we're, on where we are going, and then we are steadfast in building that trip. We buy airfare, we book hotels, we reserve rental cars, we plan excursions, we look up restaurants we want to visit, right? Like we read all the reviews, we decide, commit to going, and along the way, we don't ever doubt and say, what if we can't go? What if our vacation doesn't work? What if we don't have fun, right? We plan as if the only outcome is us on that white sand beach. We see us in that trip and then we go and take all the action necessary to make that trip a reality. What if you approach your journey as if it was a vacation or a pumpkin plant? You knew the outcome was what you wanted. You want to stop over drinking so you decide, commit, and you get to work. You never allow the doubt or fear to take over. You believe so hard like you are planning a vacation that you will get there. Your only outcome is that you, you're being someone who doesn't have an over-desire for alcohol, and therefore you don't drink. How do you approach this work now? You can decide to be steadfast no matter what you keep, no matter what you keep moving forward. You never give up, even with failures. You are committed no matter how long it takes. The only outcome is success. And if you decided that now, what would you do? What is one thing that you can do in a steadfast pursuit to achieving your goals today? Maybe it's not responding to the urge to drink today. Maybe it's writing out your thoughts about this work and your beliefs about your capabilities today. Maybe it's writing your goals on a piece of paper and putting on your refrigerator today. Maybe it's sharing with your spouse or partner that you've been struggling with how much you are drinking and it's causing you to feel really frustrated. Maybe it's deciding that you need help and deciding there's nothing wrong with asking for help. Maybe it's drinking more water and not eating unless you are truly hungry. There are a thousand things that you can do today that will help you become steadfast in your pursuit to living a life free from the pull to drink when you don't want to. There isn't a prescribed way that works for everyone. Being steadfast is figuring it out. Being steadfast is trying all the things. Being steadfast is never giving up, no matter how long it takes. Being steadfast is loving yourself on the way. Seeing what is possible and believing in yourself harder than anything you've ever believed in. You've been steadfast in a pursuit before. Maybe it's getting your college degree or your current job or finding your mate or buying your first home. You have a dream, you believe it's possible, and you never doubt the outcome. 
and then you get to work, right? I can help you get there faster than you ever thought possible. I was steadfast in my own pursuit to change my life and now help others just like you tap into their own steadfastness so that their only outcome is success. How fast do you want to get there? Want to undo decades of overdrinking and overeating in as little as two months? Want to dive in and get to work and see what you can create in a short amount of time? I can help you. Schedule your free 30-minute consultation with me. The link is in the show notes of my website. Scheduling that call could be the first step you make in a steadfast, unwavering pursuit to stop over drinking and start le- and start living. I love you all. Now don't forget to leave me a review on iTunes. <laughs> Have a good one. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Didn't we